cliffcentral.com South African clients aren't brave enough Boom South African clients aren't brave brave enough Is this the Donovan Goliath who looks like Nina Hasty? Want to hear more? Get the podcast on cliffcentral.com you have to have more black people in the agency. We tend to apologize for this or be a bit apologetic about how we say it. And, and it's 22 years down the line. So, fuck that. G-G-G-Man, the bad man. Fuck that. <laughs> Want to hear more? Get the podcast on clipcentral.com. Advertising people are some of the smartest, most creative, wisest people I yeah. know. Like, truly. Money is a recreatable asset. Time isn't. Boom. Time isn't. Isn't. With GGG Man, the ad man. Want to hear more? Get the podcast on clipcentral.com. If you're in a South African advertising agency, your third bottom line has undeniably got to be the development of black talent and the transformation of your agency. Maybe we're spending a little bit too much money on awards and not enough money on training transformation. GGG Man, the ad man. Want to hear more? Get the podcast on clipcentral.com. Hello, 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 hello. What's up? It's your boy G-Man, the ad man, and we're back. It's been another week of advertising. Uh, another beautiful week of advertising. There's been a whole lot that's happened. And I know you've got a whole lot on your mind. So, uh, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be that kind of show today. I get the feeling it's gonna be that kind of show. We're gonna have a lot of, a lot of communication from you guys. Um, you know what's cool? I like, I like seeing everybody else. <laughs> I like seeing how they turn the volume down in, in kind of, in, in, on the other side of the studio every time I get into, every time I get into the booth. You know, cause you know the noise is here. You know? So, so, so hi. Hi. How you doing? Yes, we are here. Yes, it's your boy, G-Man the Adman. So hit me up at Blackson. It's at B-L-A-X-E-M on Twitter. Uh, so we can have, we can have a chat about all the stuff that's gone down. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's all gone down, right? Um, I mean, I do know that there's, there's a social media blackout. I even saw the hashtag, hashtag social media blackout in order to make, uh, in, in order for data to fall is, is what they, you guys are saying. I think that's all very well. I think that's great. I think everything that, that has something to do with data must fall. I can be a part of, but today it starts at 12 o'clock. Yeah, today, that's a, uh, social media blackout does not start now when the show is on. So, so right now you guys are logged on, uh, to cliffcentral.com and you are listening to G-Man the Ad Man. And we're going to be talking advertising and branding and, and all those things that have made our lives beautiful and miserable sometimes. And uh, for those of you in the game, you guys also know that it's can week. Uh, so. Those tweets that we love to hate been coming through. You know, all those people that are sitting on the closet, right? So some of them, they'll, they'll, everyone will always post one or two of being in a seminar. And then, you know, you must know after that, they're hanging out at some bar, uh, uh, having, having a cocktail, uh, waiting to bump into David Droger uh, and, and have a drink with him. So, so, so yeah, it's that week that I really, really don't like. I've got a great guest with me in the studio today. Uh, you're gonna meet them later. Uh, not, not much, much later, but we're gonna go through one or two things. And then, and then, uh, I'm expecting another guest. Uh, I'm not sure whether, but we'll see. We'll see when she, when she shows up, she shows up. If she doesn't, then we hang out, right? Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a great week. What you're hearing in the background is, uh, Quiet Storm by Mob Deep. All you hip hop heads out there will know exactly what that means. Uh, a Prodigy 
of of uh, of of Mob Deeper passed away recently. Passed away yesterday, actually. So rest in peace to him. Uh, and uh, and I mean, he was a, he was a big advocate and a big, big a person who spoke a lot about sickle cell uh, anemia, which which is what he suffered from. And uh, and and I think that it, it, he's one of those people that I think put out a whole lot of people onto hip hop. So so to all all you old old school hip hop heads that used to wear your pants saggy, uh, not these not these hip hop heads of now that uh, that wear purple purple tight pants. And, 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 yeah, stuff that is hard to understand. But, uh, but, but all you, all you old hip hop heads will, will understand this. Uh, so, so rest in peace, uh, Prodigy. So we're gonna, I'm also, I'm gonna be playing, uh, Quiet Storm instruments in the background. You guys can hear that. And I'm sure, I'm sure Jacques Falcone will forgive me for playing, for playing, uh, uh, uh Mob Deep today. And, and not necessarily one of his beats. Uh, Jacques will be back next week, my man. Don't you worry. Uh, uh today, today belongs to Prodigy. So. A couple of things are happening, and I know the one you guys you guys want to talk about, but we'll get to that one later. And I'm actually going to ask my guest to weigh in on this one as well. See if I can, see if I can, I can get her to to fly close to the, to the sun uh, on this one. <laughs> anyway, so but before that, I want to chat about um, the Basha Uhuru Youth Festival. Uh, 2017 that's happening at Constitution Hill. Uh, so I think that, that that's a really really great initiative that's happening out there. Uh, a whole bunch of things are going to be happening between uh, between today. Well, no, from from tomorrow, Friday, and and on uh, and on Saturday. So it's going to be. It's going to be a whole bunch of, uh, of, of talks and things that are going to be happening out there. In fact, I saw my boy, Mr. Luis Omadinga posted that, uh, uh, he's going to be one of the speakers. Wait, I think that's tonight, actually. Yeah, he says tonight I'm one of the speakers at the Basha Uhuru Creative Conversations, Constitution Hill, uh, from, from six o'clock till ten o'clock. So you guys know Luis Omadinga is one of, one of a, fr- a friend of the show, uh, and he's going to be having a conversation about, you know, the things he's learned from stand-up comedy. Hopefully he also brings up this kind of stuff that he's learned in, uh, in advertising and how that's led him, that led him into, into stand-up comedy and, and all those learnings and how that, that's brought into it. So I think that's really cool. Uh, my boy Leroy Jason. He's also got an exhibition there. Shout out Leroy Jason. He's also got an exhibition there. And, uh, so you want to go check that out. I think check that out from tonight. Uh, he's, he's also going to be showing some of his photography. Some of you might have seen some of his stuff on, uh, on social media. Um, one of the guys who, who has contributed a lot to advertising as well. So, so check that out. Make some time tonight, guys. Don't, don't just, don't just worry about going to Cantara tonight. Go, go check out some culture stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like, apparently there's also going to be a concert, uh, on Saturday. So on Saturday you can go and jive there. But, but, Go learn yourselves. Go learn yourselves so that we can stop making adverts with black people driving in adverts so that we can actually get to know, understand more of South Africa and understand ourselves. Get, get, get your big spoon. Go get your culture on, uh, so that we can make, we can make the work that we know we deserve. So, in fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm actually going to introduce my, I'm going to introduce my guest right now and, and we'll have a chat and you guys can kind of meet who she is before we get into, into everything about, about, uh, what, what this, this phenomenal lady has done and everything, everything about her. We're just going to, I'm just going to ask her opinion on some of the news, some of the new stuff that I've got going on. So, I mean, if you follow me on social media, you'll kind of know that, uh, I hinted at, at, in fact, I, I told you straight up who's going to be in the studio. Um, her agency celebrates 10 years. 10 years and and you know it's an amazing thing we were actually talking just before we got on air about how how you know like advertisers advertising agencies don't necessarily have a brand outside of advertising so i remember when i was in school when people would say uh you in advertising yeah they'd be like so where do you work at the sabc or at etv you know so so like for the brand of an advertising agency to come up you know there's a whole lot of work that goes into that so but i'm gonna i'm gonna get her to to, to explain this stuff to you guys later so in the studio with me today i have got i and you know you can always tell you can always tell when the, when the studio like there's there's like there's like you know there's 
his presence in the studio that makes it makes you hush. You know what I mean? Have you, have you ever been to to a clinic and you don't know why you start whispering? You know what I mean? You get to eat like I must speak softly now. And when you get to the doctor's room, you're like I must speak softly now. So so there's that aura in the in the studio today. Uh, and in the studio with me today is is Mona Lisa Zombila of Riverbed. Too kind, too kind. How are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. Like I said, it, it even smells He's different. Even calling me ma'am. I don't. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I get it. This is what I mean. This is what I mean by the fact that, like, yo, you know, like, I feel like I must, I must behave myself. You know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, it's been. It's been, we've been trying to get you on the show. So, huge shout out to Chieza Quinchete for finally, finally getting Manalisa uh, 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 Zambila in the studio with us. How you been? How are you? I am, I'm great. Like you said, you know, 10 years is a, is a big milestone. Yeah. It's good to be on the show. That's great. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to have you on the show. Like mm-hmm. I said, we've been trying to get you on. And you, but you're a very busy lady. You know, like. Too, too busy yeah. for my own good. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's how you get, I guess, to 10 years. Yeah, exactly. By, by yeah, being by, all, by all this busy. Right. Um, yeah, so, so, I mean, it, we're gonna be, we're gonna be chatting about some of the stuff that before we get into, you know, Riverbed, what it is, uh, how you guys, how you guys got to where you are right now, all that, we're gonna chat about some of the stuff that's happened in, 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 in social media, well, in, in the world of advertising recently. And I think it'll be remiss of us for me to not start at the outside, <laughs> our children's gate. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I mean, I, right. I feel like I'm gonna ask you to like, you know, just flat look mm. to the side on this one, but you know, still, mm-hmm. still keeping the quorum. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like, like South Africans, like somebody posted something on, for those of you who don't know, I, I don't know, most of you will know, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, Outro created this video, and obviously, you know, we, we all know what budgets are like, right? So somebody obviously said, let's go to YouTube, find clips of dads doing awesome things with their kids, and let's post them, and then just add our tag at the end of it, right? But then somehow somebody forgot to check <laughs> where this thing was gonna fly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what, what kind of company Outroins is, and who their customers are, and all they had was white people. White dads and their, and their kids, and they actually had one, one black guy, uh, in, in the advert with, with his, with his kids. And then social media just blew they, they went up. Crazy, yeah. Twitter just <laughs> blew up completely. So, do you think that was warranted? Do you think, do you think that, ah, guys, maybe we're just being a bit too sensitive. Maybe, maybe we're at the place where the messaging is fine, guys, as long as we get the message. Do you think we're at, we're at that place? Um, South Africa is an interesting. I love, I love, I love this place, but you know, we, we really are at a place where, this black narrative is real, you yeah. know, and and if it's not rep- if it's not represented, uh, we do we 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 get really upset, and yeah. that's the outrage I think that was caused in, on 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 Twitter. Yeah. So yeah, look, I think it was warranted. We um, my big conversation is always around the fact that we live in a country that is. Ninety percent black. Yeah, um, and we need to be represented. And any brand that doesn't do that is, re- you know, it's absolutely. remiss of them not to do so. I, I, I think mm. that makes absolute sense to me. Like, I don't, mm. I don't understand how, in what process. And I, I mean, having been in edit suites and 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 throughout the entire process of approvals and whatever, like it is, it is insane that nobody looked around and said. Guys, I mean, in a country of 90%, 90% black people, we can just go and flight this thing. No, absolutely. It is, it is, it is insane. And, mm. and I mean, but, but do you think that, cause, cause a lot of this, there's the narrative of, ah, guys, come on. I mean, let's, let's move on from this. How important do you think it is that, that we acknowledge that? That we acknowledge the fact that there's a conversation to be had as opposed to just like mm. sweeping it under, under the, the advertising right, uh, carpet. Right. So, so there's different narratives that I think are happening. So yeah. there's the consumer narrative, which we saw and people were outraged by it, et cetera. But there's also a sort of brand corporate narrative, right, which I right, think right. is the one that really isn't being spoken about. Yeah. Um, and, and that narrative for me says what 
kind of organization or agency, et cetera, would put out an ad like that, knowing who you speak to as exactly. a brand and who your target market is. Um, and, and, and that, and that for me is really where the problem is. I, I heard your clip earlier talking about transformation yeah. um, in the sector and the outsurance ad very loudly says transformation hasn't happened because sure. I can't. And you, you would know. I can't see any black creatives putting yeah. together an ad like that. No, it, not a chance. It, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So, so for our insurance to have debated and talked about, you know, due process wasn't followed. If I had approved it, I would have looked at it. I think it starts at who are you hiring? Exactly. Are you hiring people that are representative of the market that they're talking to? Yeah. And clearly they're not doing that. Boom. And that's really where the problem comes. I, I agree completely. Yeah. In fact, I was talking to someone about it. In fact, I was, I was chatting to, to, to Noam Sheikho. And he was saying that, you know, one of the biggest problems is that, you know, we're talking transformation kind of on the, on the agency side and, and on, and on our side. Mm-hmm. But it feels like nobody is asking the clients. To, about, 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 about how serious they are about, about transformation and how much they're insisting on it and how much they're doing it on, on, on their side. Are you finding that, do you think that on the other side of the table where the, most of the clients we're dealing with, that transformation is a conversation that's happening or, or that it's also as slow as we think it is happening on our side? Yeah, look, it is slow and, and you just, just based on my interaction with corporates, yeah. you still find a lot of marketers, marketing managers, CMOs, etc., that are white. Yeah. And um, they 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 are managing brands. Yeah. Whose audience is completely black. Yeah. And obviously they are also contracting agencies that yeah. are probably predominantly white. That's right. And 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 this really is where the disconnect is for me because sure. we're you know we're not using or leveraging black agencies, black creatives Absolutely. to tell black stories. And, Absolutely. And, and that's where the big problem comes in. My my big thing is that it, it it's not about BE. Yeah. It really is about finding the right people to communicate to the right audience. And that's that's marketing one oh one. Absolutely. Um, but for some reason we're we're not getting it and yeah. we end up with ads like the outsurance ad. Um and, and it'll be interesting to see what, what they do with it. They've yeah. apologized, you know, they've given reasons why. Yeah. But for me the fundamental reason is the fact that they're not using black people to create sure. ads that speak to black consumers and there it is but but you know what and i think that's absolutely right i think i think all of us all of us kind of we we lament this point every single almost every week on the show mm. uh, this comes up because because it's a it, it's a problem that 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 kind of exists in in, in everyday life that's how uh, people end up making adverts of black people dancing for custard Fair because right. what happens is nobody was there to kind of say but guys Really? And, and that one was always strange to me because of how long the conversation has been. You know, we've been having this mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. and people still end up in boardrooms with, and come up with solutions like this. So it's, so it's always been strange to me. Yeah. So, so do you think that, that like, that, that after an apology and all that, that they can make it back? Do you think that there's, there's a way to redeem it or is, is this irreparable? Cause I've seen people on Facebook talking about, I'm canceling my, <laughs> yeah. I'm canceling my insurance. Yeah. It and, would be interesting to you know see what I mean? how many actually do. Look, the, the damage has been done and, and with brands, it's really always about how you recover. That's right. right? And Arturance has, has big equity. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the, the big thing about Arturance for me is that it, it came in as a challenger brand. Right. You know, it right, came right, in, right. It, it disrupted the market completely. Yeah. Nobody was talking about Arturance and, and giving, you know, benefits back. Even yeah, yeah. When the name came out, we were all, like, you know, what, what, the, what yeah, the hell? Exactly. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> insurance, Arturance. And we've all forgotten that. And I think the brand has also forgotten where it came from. Ah. Right? So, 
if if it went if if it realized this sort of um, challenger brand mentality that it started with, yeah, it could perhaps leverage that in some way to be able to fix this. That's um, and 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 look at a way to redeem yeah. itself. But you know, when when you're stuck in apology mode, yeah, you you will not transform and you won't change and you won't do anything. That different. is so awesome. Mm-hmm. See, guys, Jim and the Ed Man, I'll constantly bring people into the studio that will give you sage advice. You know what I mean? So the guys at Assurance, you can, can, can I, I'm going to send you an invoice. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I feel like we've just you just fixed your issues for you right now, real quick. Um, Can I get a commission on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll chat about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Cliff Central is also going to take a cut from it. But, uh, but yeah, that, that, it's hella, hella interesting. So good luck to you guys, uh, uh, when our insurance. And, and you know what, to you guys out there, send me, send me your thoughts about that. Send me how you think, how you think this has gone down. And, and we heard the, ah, the excuse they used. Um, it was a junior. Uh, now if you've been in advertising for about, for about five years or so, you know where, where the last time it is we heard that. We have once heard that when somebody, when some people got in trouble and they just said, you know what? They'll blame the junior. The junior mm-hmm. entered that piece into the, into the war show. Mm-hmm. The junior approved this thing. And, and we all know it's a cop out, you know, and, and, and that's also how you give a half as apology. How you give a half as apology is that you kind of, you know, you deflect and, and blame, and blame somebody who you say the inexperience yeah. is what caused yeah, this thing. Seriously. But like that also just leaves a really, really bad taste in your mouth. It's just like, oh, that's terrible. No, completely. So. So, so I mean, I mean, do, do you think do you think that was the right way to handle it? To just do the the junior pointing? Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> For me, our insurance lost a really big opportunity. I mean, Father's Day yeah. in itself is is a huge day. Yeah. Um, the, the article I wrote really talks about how brands really need to become relevant. They need to be part of a conversation. Yeah. They need to be part of part of the dialogue. And so, in in creating this ad on Father's Day, um. It was important that they had insights into who fathers were, yeah. um, how they could connect with fathers, yeah. etc., and and they completely lost the plot. <sighs> I think there's just so much happening uh, currently in, in in South Africa that yeah. they could have leveraged. They could sure. have, yeah. and yet, yeah, you know, we saw people yeah. surfing. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, and and, and you know, <laughs> in an in an attempt to not even I'm make not, in an attempt to not make a call about mm-hmm. about anything that's mm-hmm. happening out there, they went and made pun intended mm-hmm. a vanilla ad. Yeah. They made an ad that was, that was not making a statement about Correct. anything about dads, but at Correct. the same time it was all vanilla because yeah. you know well, you, we all know that. <laughs> anyway, but I think I think that that's a very interesting thing. So mm-hmm. so it'll be really cool to see to see how they make it out of that. Right. Uh, so hit me up out there. Uh, hit me up at Blacksmiths at B L A X E M or at Cliff Central Com on Twitter with your comments about about uh, uh, about the insurance thing or, or even your questions that you might have uh, about Riverbed or about. But we're gonna get into that much later. Don't don't you worry about that. There's there's a lot there's a lot on on, on our on our plate today. So here's another thing that happened. So, last week, uh, in fact, I saw I saw this article uh, this morning actually uh, about the three campaigns according to uh, student sorry studentmarketing.com, the three campaigns that hit the spot when it comes to Youth Month. Uh, there was one that is taking it to the next level by Vodacom, where uh, I think they they just went out there and they made these videos about you know they they've got this campaign uh, about you know elevating youth to the next level and I think that that did well and then uh, there was a student village campaign that they did internally uh, about about uh, for youth month and then there was one that was trending towards the end of last week which was hashtag what's your next by Standard Bank so what Standard Bank had done is they had gone and said. Um, 
So uh, people can win t- You can win 10,000 rand Right Towards whatever it is That you think you want Just get people To retweet you uh, 1,600 times And then Standard Bank Is going to choose 16 winners And people are going to get 10,000 rand And in fact I saw that some people Are getting their money uh, In Well from, from today And yesterday So they're saying It's one of the campaigns That hit the spot For Youth Month Because it was addressing A current issue uh, And that kind of thing Now here's, here's the question I have for you Like the fact that you know, Now the mechanism Some of the people on, on Twitter were like But why are they Why are Standard Bank Making people like Retweet Why can't they just Give money Why can't they just say We found 16 people And give them 10,000 rand How How do we How do How do you draw the line Between kind of You know The, the behavior that, that kind of Works on Twitter And just being You know Fine We're a bank And we've got money We're, we're gonna We're gonna give it out And do you think That was the right way The, the way they did it it, it was a great way to do it. I think, firstly, what's your next as a campaign yeah. is is great. It, it speaks to millennials, like all of us. Huge shout out. It's a great campaign. So um, it it does. It speaks to millennials, etc. And and we do brands, as I keep saying, really just need to engage. They need to connect. Yeah. But over and above that, on your digital platforms, retweeting, engagement, etc., is really what drives exactly. Um, you know, brand health, etc. So it it was really the way to do it. Just just dishing out money doesn't build that affinity. Exactly. It, you get the money and you move on. Yeah. But something like this, it, it stretches the brand. Absolutely. Like, yeah. But, but but you also think that like social media is like speaking of a social media blackout. Social media is a place where. I think a lot of people find it very easy to start at the negative, mm-hmm. right? So like, it's very easy to like, in fact, I think people find it hard to just give compliments first. You know, mm-hmm. like, I feel like everyone's gonna, even if something's going too well, I think there's a, there's a, this is going too well syndrome <laughs> that happens in social media. Yeah. Everyone's going, this is going a bit too well. What can I, and people started poking holes in it saying, uh, yeah, they're, they're out, they're out there talking about, uh, uh, they're making people work hard for the money. Why, what, you know what I mean? And, and do you think that every time you develop a social media campaign, you should be thinking about the naysayers? You should be thinking about the fact that there's going to be people saying, yeah, but what if you guys, why didn't you guys do it like this and this and this? Do you, do you think that's the thing we should be considering? Look, in this day and age, brands do need to be careful. I yeah. mean, our turns, case in point. Um, but not everyone's going to get what you're trying to do. Yeah. Not everyone's going to be aligned to it. And this is where, you know, brands need to stand for something. Yeah. And if you stand for something, you're purpose driven and, and you're very clear about that. Yeah. The, the, the rest of it becomes noise. People that don't align to it. Yeah. It, it's something that I think you, 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 you can handle. That's insane. But, but you need to really stand on something quite strong. And I think what's your next is that kind of campaign. Yeah. It has the strength to, um, yeah, to, to, to go beyond what some of those naysayers that are is, That is that is really, really cool. I want you guys to know that at, uh, uh, I have not paid Mona Lisa to say these words about what the What's Your Next no, campaign. Hasn't. Uh, hasn't, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the of envelope that's here on the counter has nothing to do with everything that Mona Lisa <laughs> said. No, but, uh, but, but I think, I think that's, that's really, really, it's, it's an important thing for people to remember. Mm. Because social media, like, it's also that place, you know, where, where like, everyone, everyone, like, it's like publishing, right? Where previously there used to be a filter. To what words go out into the world Now everyone says what they want mm-hmm. You know and, and and I think that PR companies Yeah They've yeah. got their work cut out these <laughs> they, days they have their work cut out Yeah Absolutely So so yeah I mean I mean that's that's that I think I think that that's going to be I mean, It'll be interesting to watch those developments So here's another thing that I saw is happening Someone posted a thing about The 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 Soweto Kota Festival Right And that's going to be happening In the next In the next I think they said in August Right So it's essentially going to be So in the ilk of like What like a DSTV uh, What's that What's that food thing That they do Yeah yeah, DSTV Delicious Right yeah, the, delicious, That delicious, delicious festival right? mm-hmm. So now Now there's, there's a whole bunch of these Popping up Right So I, I know another one In, in so it's called the, the cookout The Sunday cookout mm-hmm. Happens once a month and, and, and that happens And 
I see that brands are slowly, slowly getting into this, right? And, and attaching themselves to, to, to this kind of thing. How, how important do you think it is that, that kind of, that brands kind of go, like, am I the right fit? Cause I've also, we've also seen brands just also like j- jump on the bandwagon. You say, it's a quota festival and then I'm going to go there and sell tires, right? <laughs> so, so, so maybe it's the right fit because maybe you can find a way you can, but how important is it that you think that for one, for those things, for those things to grow, that the brands attach themselves, but how, how, how carefully the brands make the decision to jump onto some of those things? Yeah, look, that's, that's very important. It, it's amazing for me how food has just become yeah, a <laughs> such thing. a, a thing. Yeah. It's like a social, social activity. Yeah. And I don't cook, so yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> you know, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Even like your foodies. But, I mean, yeah. someone was saying, you guys used to be called just a kimba. You just <laughs> ate a lot. All of a sudden now we're, there's a foodie. Yeah. Now it's a thing. Yeah. yeah. And guys are getting into it. Yeah, exactly. Really cool, yeah. You know, so. But yeah, look, for me, once again, relevance and importance. Don't just, um, be a brand, you know, for all things. If, yeah. if you're very clear about what defines you as a brand, you'll know where to put that brand. Yeah. So within the food space, I think the beauty of it is that it is, there is, um, room for, uh, different types of brands yeah. beyond just a food brand to get attached to it because of the social yeah. element that, that, that's, that, um, you know, food is becoming aligned with. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, like you say, tires, food, yeah. uh, that, that would be a hard one, but I'm sure <laughs> some creative, yeah, exactly. Guy could figure that out. But but you know what? Funny we should say that. And funny I should make the the tires example. Yeah. I'm gonna drop some knowledge <laughs> now because you know apparently where the where the Michelin star uh, whole phenomenon comes from. Brilliant. Right. Like exactly. That. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, when I heard that story, I was just like, yeah. <sighs> you see, because that's that's actually yeah. that is that is branding yeah. kind of coming up with the well advertisers coming mm. up with a business solution mm. that mm. kind of goes so left field yeah. that it actually comes back yeah, it and it fits back, right yeah. in. You know. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah. For those of you guys who don't know how how that story goes, uh, hit me up. Hit me up, I'll DM you the story, uh, on Twitter. But it's actually, it's a, it's a basic principle, it's a basic story of how somebody realized that, uh, that, that, you know, that the tire, the tire, uh, market had like become saturated, right? And, uh, and what they did is they, they created these, they created these, these calendars, I think. You stop, you stop me once I start talking rubbish. Mm, okay. Um, and then, uh, and then I think what they did is they started putting out these, these maps that had all these restaurants that they wanted you to visit, uh, because, you know, that's, if you visit these restaurants across the country, you wear out your tires. So you drive your car and then you go to these, 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 uh, restaurants that are recommended by someone, you get there and then you have a, you drop your review and then you go to another other place and these people endorsed it and it happened to be michelin the tire company that endorsed these restaurants and all these hotels and they'd say this it gets three michelin stars and this gets five michelin stars that's right that, that's the right story right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That sounds guys great. i've got it guys but, um, i've got this thing down <laughs> no wait look, i think we're gonna get the official story yeah, right? Right, right. <laughs> look on the re- I, I i didn't connect the michelin tires yeah. with michelin uh, the, the, restaurants the michelin stars, and, yeah. Yeah, and stars etc but if that's but that's the real story then, then i'm i need to come on cliff central more <laughs> i mean i'm here with guys i'm here with the knowledge guys all the time this, this, in fact i'm gonna give myself the horn i'm gonna give myself the horn boom for the knowledge who anyway, need, who, who needs Google when you want? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cool. But that that's all that, that's all the news I'm going to get into because I really want to get into the conversation about about Riverbed and about who you guys are and all that. So, so guys, yeah, that's that's what time it is. I'm I'm still hanging out uh, with Monalisa Zambila of Riverbed, the CEO of Riverbed. Don't get it twisted. The CEO of Riverbed is in the studio with me today. It even smells nice in the studio. You know what oh, I mean? It's like if it, it feels <laughs> it feels different. You know, it's not like the time when I tippy dang here where it just felt like the smells of the youth. You know what I mean? But it even smells nice here. So, so hit us up. Hit me on, uh, on Twitter at Blacksim, at B-L-A-X-E-M, or even hit me up on Facebook. If you have some questions or anything you want me to get, to get across, 
Give me up. Leave that. Leave this media blackout stuff alone, uh, because because we got we got work to do. Anyway, so so I want I want to get into that, right? So the other right. day I got an, I got an email, mm-hmm. uh, and and it was you know one of those amazing Mark lives things, and it was just right. like you know, Riverbed, mm-hmm. right? Ten years, ten years old, mm-hmm. and and like I was saying before we before we got an air, I was talking about how does how does an agency kind of feel like it's been. Flying below the radar and then come up and it's been up, it's been around for 10 years. How, do, how did this all start for you? Where, where, where does River, Riverbed come from? Uh, Riverbed, 10 years ago, I started the business. Um, I, I think every entrepreneur has a story, yeah, story to tell about yeah. the hard knock life and, and how all of that came about. Were you in but, advertising um, before? I was in advertising before. With yeah. another agency. Can with you mention the agency's agency. name? Yeah. I, I was with a company called the communications firm. Ah, okay. Um, and I was MD there. Um, okay, excellent. And, and prior to starting this. So not, not a, not a, um, a sort of typical advertising agency, more focused on below the line branding and design. Right, PR, right, right. And and that's where I really zoned, got my teeth into this into, into this, this game, industry, yeah, yeah. Into this game. So yeah, it's been a it's been a ten year journey. And and I, do you want to ask a question or should I? No, 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 no. carry on, carry on, carry yeah, on. Yeah, So um, so yeah. In in terms of flying under the radar, yes, we 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 have been under the radar for for a very long time. I think it's also because the industry, by its nature, is. Um, yeah, there's 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 quite a few big agencies, multinationals, yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 th- those are the companies that most people know. Yeah. So to really, um, you know, try and make inroads in that environment, is, it it takes time. And, sure, and, and I'm sure we're, we're, we're getting there. And yeah. and I mean to to have to make the leap to make the leap from like okay, I've been you know with the, the communications. So I mean, obviously, like what sounds like it was an established uh, yeah, a place, and yeah. and and I mean, we think that. The, the atmosphere or the, or the environment to, to start an agency is, is hostile now. It had to have been yeah. <laughs> that much more, that much Absolutely. tougher back in the day. Mm-hmm. How easy was it to make the call to kind of go, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm jumping and I'm, and I'm going to go, go start Riverbed. Yeah. D- 10 years ago was a big crossroad moment for me. Yeah. Um, and believe it or not, not the first company I've started. So I can, oh, I, hello. I've, I've got an entrepreneurship story. Oh, hello. Hello. Waiting, waiting to happen, but this is, this is an ad section. So yeah. I'll, I'll keep it in that space. Um, but yeah, I, I, I started the business, uh, very clear about what I was trying to do. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of building a business and, and 10 years ago, it, it was, I think the environment has changed a lot. Yeah. Like you said, I, I think 10 years ago, even the, the, the landscape from a yeah. transformation perspective was, was, yeah, it was, it was hardly <laughs> it was a conversation then. No, it was just like, a conversation. You brought exactly. it up and people yeah. were like, what yeah. are you talking yeah. about, yeah. my man? Exactly. Make the ad. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what, what's been interesting in this journey is that when you do start, you, you're not really, you're not really challenging the bigger guys because yeah. you're, you're going in and I remember the first, uh, piece of work that I got was actually interestingly super sport and oh, um, right. it, it it was rats and mice work. It was yeah, fifteen thousand yeah. Rand worth of work and yeah. I was like, Yes, I've got this <laughs> You know, but the the big thing about it for me was that I had a reputable reputable brand on my books. Right. And and, and, and that's really how it started. Absolutely. You know, just just really targeting uh, big brands. Yeah. Even for a very small piece of work, but it it, it builds that credibility that, yeah. that becomes so important. No, I know I know that I know that all too well. Mm, all too yeah, well. Like yeah. we we kind Kind of, you know, in, in our space, it started, you know, with like little bits of like of like little brands, mm. and and you do know that mm. the credibility that comes with like other people find it's a very strange thing. It's, yeah. it's that thing that you hear about or read about all the time about like people saying, "I want, I want a, a young guy, but I want him with experience." Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and everyone kind of goes, yeah. "It's a strange thing when you when you come out of an ad agency, everyone just goes, yeah, Grant, you're good, you're mm. amazing mm. at FCB," mm. uh, and then like and then you go out on your own, and they're yeah. like. 
Mm. Yo, I don't know. <laughs> hey, like yeah. almost like yeah. you, you're a different person mm-hmm. to what you were before. Mm-hmm. And and getting someone like some someone like like a, a piece of Standard Bank for us has done that for us. Mm-hmm. It's kind of mm-hmm. made made the phone start ringing a bit more mm-hmm. because of the credibility. The chicken and egg situation. At what point do you get out of that? Yeah. At what point is it? Does it change? Um. I'm not sure I get your question, but I think just just to um you know to 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 go back to your other other sorry, point. I've lost my let's, 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 let, yeah. let's start let's start at the other yeah. point that I okay, made cool, earlier. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. So um. <laughs> guys, that's what I meant Yo, G-Man, yeah. the head man, guys We ask a lot He starts talking about What's, what's yeah. my next And then yeah, I Yeah, like, exactly I get, I get, I get a bit confused No, what I was talking about Was the yeah. fact that we had the uh, We had the, the The fact that we We went through the Standard Bank thing And people kind of Only started calling us then Right? Mm-hmm. And and, okay. and you guys also yeah. started With Super yeah. Sport yeah. No, 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 and, for sure Yeah, yeah. So, so how at, at what point mm-hmm. do you kind of mm-hmm. Get past that And start going Okay, cool Now now I'm in agency uh, that yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, okay, I get it So and once again, I need to keep going back to this interesting dynamic, yeah. uh, which is the South African ad land. Yeah. Um, so, yes, a lot of people can leave an FCB and start out. Yeah. But I think the big difference between a white agency doing that and a black agency doing that yeah. is that white people seem to leave with credibility and they can still get big business. Boom! <laughs> right? Boom! With us, we leave and... It's like no, you can't. You can't do this. Yeah, yeah. All and of a sudden, once you come out, yeah, of, out, out of that shadow, out of, out of that shadow, then you, then you, you no, start at zero again. No, you start at zero exactly. again. You're, oh. you're, you're way back on ground zero, and 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 that for me is a big problem because if you think of any independent agency that has grown, I mean, look at the Jupiter Drawing Room, yeah. for example. Graham also he was also in a garage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was given opportunities because of. Who sure. he was as a creative, yeah, and I think more and more that has to happen, and and that's obviously a big challenge that, you know, that we have, and I think more so as as black people trying to be seen as credible yeah. and 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 um, you know that we can do the things that we set out to do. So sure. that that was obviously the challenge and the battle, but um, yeah. it, it's taken time. It's 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 been ten years in the making, and 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 the more we've stuck to it and and yeah. really worked on doing great work. Um, the, the more things have happened, but so cool. but the big turning point for us really was a, when we um, acquired Chili Bush Communications. Ah, so okay. So we, we did an acquisition in 2014. Ah, uh, right. We bought 100% of the business. Oh, Eric was at Chili Bush at some yes, point, right? Yes, was he this he was, was still there at uh, the no, point? No, no, no. He, he had left, been. He had, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd left by then. So yeah. So what did that mean, though? Did that mean that mm-hmm. that everything, every, every every single one of their capabilities that came under under correct, your your correct, roof? Correct. Correct. So um, and and what was great about the acquisition up until then. Yeah, still very much uh, below the radar, but um, based on the kind of work we were getting, we were we were really defined as a sort of PR branding and design. Ah, right, business. yes, yes, yes. Uh, bringing Chili Bush on board really gave us a through the line capability. It repositioned the business, and we were really able to start going for a bigger piece of the pie. And that so, so, in the cool. last three years, there has been a, a very big a sort of step change. That is the so cool. It's been quite different to what it's been in the past. I like that. I like I like the story mm-hmm. a lot. And, yeah, and I mean, yeah. I, just to kind of even just kind of dwell maybe on on, on those initial stages. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about what, what, how tough it must have been. You know, to be a, to be a, a black person starting an, an agency and under those circumstances, but you're also a black woman. Yeah. And 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 I mean, I mean, it's it's tough for women as is, and I think it's it's tough in, in advertising as it is in most industries for women in general. Now you've got these two hoops now, <laughs> that these two flaming hoops that you need to jump through. Yeah, yeah. And 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 <sighs> it must have taken it must have taken a whole bunch of re- resilience for you to, to to get to get through that to get to where you are. Yeah. Look, it has done, and um, as as you rightly say, this this industry is 
as with most industries, yeah. is, is, is very, I think ours is still very white male dominated. Yeah. There's very few black female creatives, as an example. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's, there's very few. Uh, black female decision makers That's uh, right. you know, generally so it, it 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 has been difficult in that regard but um yeah i, I think once when you believe strongly in something you you do whatever it takes to make that happen yeah so from a riverbed perspective we're very big on growing black talent um you know growing black female talent and and just ensuring that in doing so we're serving to benefit the brands that we work yeah. on yeah the, the interesting thing for me is is really that it's the majority of women that make purchase decisions on any right, brand. You right. know, if you look at Unilever, which has probably got, well, Checkers has the biggest spend. Yeah. I think they're spending over a billion rand per annum on, on advertising. Right. They're probably not working with the black female creators no. or no, whatever. No, no, probably not. Um, yeah. And, and so there's, there's, um, sure. you know, I, I don't believe in doing things for its own sake, but if, if you do the math and you, you get to realize the benefit for corporates, for yeah. brands, etc., to work with black agencies, to work with black females, yeah, um, and and that's the story that I prefer to sell. Um, it is, it mm. is amazing. You know, it, it takes it takes us having a conversation like this. It's strange that it does yeah. for for us to actually realize stuff like that, like the fact that you know it. Probably most purchase decisions in this country um, and worldwide yeah. are probably made by the female. Yeah, in this country, probably mm-hmm. by the black female, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. it's mostly black females that run white, white households, yeah. you know, so they, they determine what gets bought around yeah, the exactly. kitchen or whatever. Right. And, and, and in all our lives, mm-hmm. yet, yet, advertising is filled by these, <laughs> these black males, yeah. you know, by these white males and these yeah. white black males. Yeah. And, you know, we're all like, you yeah. know, walking on our, on our knuckles, mm-hmm. walking into boardrooms yeah. and making big decisions. That's, that's how it goes. It makes absolutely mm-hmm. no sense. But now mm-hmm. I'm interested in something that you said back then. I'm going to take yep. a step back. Okay, sure. You said, you know, this is not also not, this is not your, your first rodeo, as they, as they say, you know, into entrepreneurship. What other industries have you, have you been in? Uh, I'm, I'm about to shock you. At least you're seated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, you know, the, the one thing that I've always been passionate about is music and I, ah. I play the piano. Hello. <laughs> you know what? Strangely, I can see it. I can actually see it. I can yeah, see it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I, um, Wow. I, I, I had a recording studio. I, I recorded, I mean, I think the highlight of my, um, business then was recording Nana Coyote, who was Whoa. from Stimula, recorded one of his albums and, um. That's ridiculous. He's, he's, he's insane. literally one yeah. of my favorites. He's like that, <laughs> yeah. that, take your love and keep it, uh, that, that verse of his, uh, yeah. no, literally, literally, yeah. he really is one of yeah. my favorites. So I think, I think was, that's amazing. Yeah. It, it was, um, there's this thing called what is it? An intelligent naivety or yes, complete yes. ignorance? And yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think I knew nothing about the industry, and I I, I went in head first. Um, loved every minute of it. Didn't make a cent. Yeah. And realized that I, I needed a real job, and that's when I <laughs> ventured more into the advertising space. Have there been Have there been any learnings from that space that you think have made have made your foray into advertising kind of that have opened your eyes to certain things? You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. so like similarities in behaviors of people, or similarities in in the behavior of of the talent yeah. You know what I mean For example Because mm-hmm. I, I mean I, I can always draw A lot of comparisons Between say soccer players And, and advertising creatives You know what I mean There are a lot of parallels yeah, And I go yeah, Woo yeah, we yeah. We're all headed Down the same road <laughs> are, there, are there some similarities That you got from From back there In that industry and That, that you see in, in With us now Yeah so a couple of things. I think, um, look, the one big lesson for me, and I'll, I'll get to your point. I think the one yeah. big lesson is passion for its own sake or, or passion alone doesn't build a, a great business. Yes. You know, yeah. that, that was the first thing. I was completely passionate about it, but, yeah. um, I didn't, I didn't really have enough knowledge on, on, on making it succeed. Um, so with, within our industry as well, um, you know, passion is an important thing. We, we understand obviously that, you know, creatives and creative directors are almost the holy 
holy grail yeah. of, 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 of any of, of any process. So it is. It's important that you um, find ways to, to manage that creative process in yeah. such a way that it, it seeks to benefit what you're trying to deliver on. So sure. that's that's a big thing. It's it's, it's yeah. very important. Because because that's exactly what a lot of us do, right? Mm. Yeah, I'm passionate about this thing. <laughs> you know, but that but a lot of the a lot of the background work hasn't been done. Right? Exactly. And then exactly. and then your passion lands you up like in this really frustrated space yeah. because I love what I do, but yeah. you know, like like at some point, you know, I love what I do but I don't like where I do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. But but that's a whole that's, yeah, a, whole that's a whole other story. That's, that's a whole other story. <laughs> and and it's true. I mean we there's so many quotes on follow your passion, you know, yes, follow yes, your dreams, yes. but you you can't do it <laughs> without a plan. I think there's a there's a quote from I think it's Simon Sinek who says, you know, in fact it's probably the the opposite, but he he says, you know, Martin Luther King had a dream; he didn't have a plan. Yeah. So you need the dream to get people to buy into what you're saying. Exactly. But, but you, you also need a plan, plan on how you're going <laughs> to execute actually it. make it happen. And that's excellent. Execute it, so, yeah. so I went, I went to your, your website and I looked at some mm. of the stuff that's on there, mm. and uh, we'll get into all that stuff. Mm. But I, I saw like your values, mm. right? The values mm. of the agency: mm. integrity, ambition, unbending resolve, yeah. right? Which one. obviously <laughs> a biggie. A um, teamwork mm. and people. Mm. Now, I know that's a tough question because, you know, obviously they're all there because you value them, mm. I'm sure, I'm sure equally. But, but which one do you think has been the one that is, that has been like probably a, the biggest part of the backbone of your, of your agency? It's the unbending resolve. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah? absolutely. <laughs> um, to knock on those doors. To knock on those doors, to keep getting up every day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, d- despite my, what might have happened the day before, yeah. um, and and just to keep at it, to keep going, to keep believing in the vision, and yeah, the and and until you you know make it happen. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And how many people? Mm-hmm. How many people are at Riverbed? Uh, we're sitting at just under forty currently. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it kind of puts you at like medium size, yeah, close to yeah, like large. One. It's <laughs> one of those strange things. Like yeah. somebody once told me that the, all the people in South Africa who work in advertising mm-hmm. could probably fit into one building. That is like that's an insane stat yeah, because because is. like oh, most agencies are, are kind of like mm. that size mm. like like when somebody says we are 150 big we all go whoa yeah. that's mm. insane whereas like in other industries that kind of it makes perfect sense yeah. mm-hmm. do you think that do you think that that's right do you think that's proportionate in that like all these people like like people who can fit into one building speak to 50 million people like like mm. every day do you mm. think that makes sense it makes sense i mean if you if you look at parliaments you know people that ah, run right. governments uh, not, not necessarily not the best <laughs> example <laughs> no not 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 right now but uh, okay let, let 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 me rethink it but you you you, you get the point i yeah. think um it it doesn't take a lot of people to change behavior absolutely it's a small village to you know to do great things yeah but um yeah at the, we do we have this really big responsibility as advertisers to, yeah you know to to do that just 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 on that point though and 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 this is once again the interesting thing um within our industry is that yes you've got your big multinational um, yeah. agencies that are sitting at the 100 200 yeah. um, employees etc I, I guess the question then is does that mean they deliver better work? And 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 the response really to that is no. Yes. Is no, not necessarily. Scale, yeah. scale and quality are not always the yeah. same thing. And 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 that's perhaps what corporates also need to begin to realize a lot more. It's such a strange thing because they then it also means that they are the ones who have the opportunity to hire more people, right? So you have the opportunity to to hire a broad spectrum of people to be able to actually deliver. So in in theory, that sh- it should mean that you know if you have access to more more talent and all that, that you should deliver better work. But that's not we know that that's not always the case yeah. mm-hmm. because of you know. Because of the hue that exists in mm-hmm. in, uh, in 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 advertising mm-hmm. agencies, mm-hmm. so that's interesting. But but tell me about the name. Tell me about the name.
name. I mean, how do you how do you how do you arrive at at Riverbed? Mm. You know, and also now you you acquire you acquire Chili Bush and didn't feel the need yeah. to kind of become <laughs> River Bush I Chili. Know, yeah. I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> we, it would be a different conversation sitting here. But it's um, it 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 was never an option for me actually. The whole um combined names. Thing. Yeah. I, I was very clear about what I was trying to build. You know, that's, that's yeah. And you're the building riverbed. Yeah, I was building riverbed, and anything I brought in had to be part of that conversation. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it it wouldn't have been the right fit. And I, and I'm sure also like you know from your time in music, like yeah. every time you ask the musician like, so how do you come up with like you know 363? <laughs> you know, everyone has a big story. Yeah, so what's yeah, the story yeah, behind yeah. behind riverbed? Yeah, well, riverbed. It, if if you go to Cipro, you'll see I changed the name of the company three times, and and don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> can't remember right now, but yeah. the, the importance of the name is um, it. It had to be, it had to be authentic. It had to, uh, in some way, I think, speak to South Africa. Yeah, and and so if you think of a riverbed by its very nature, it's 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 this um, place where. Um, communities and people come and gather yeah. for water for food. Right. Um, it also is this channel. You know, if you, right. if you it meanders and ends up in an ocean. So initially, we were like this channel to to communication, yes. etc. But as as the business has grown, there's just the essence of Riverbed is is just so much more yeah. because it, it it's all encompassing in that way. I like that. Mm. I like that so much. I, I do. I do love a good rationale. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? I, I mean, being, when you become a creative director, you come to understand yeah. uh, the the value of a rationale. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no. Yes. Absolutely. Important, so important. I've got a question here mm. from uh, from Mabutu Zege, mm-hmm. a cons- consistent listener of the show. Yeah. Says, with the transformation slash gender equality challenge, is this not the time to go directly to clients and bypass the the man? Hey, the Rich man, man. or the multinationals. He says, <laughs> yeah. he says, man, yeah. uh, mm. forward slash multinationals. Mm. Mm. Is that, is that, is that a, re- a reality that we're facing? Mm. Yeah, look, it, it would be great to, obviously the industry is, is quite structured in the way it does things as, yeah. as, as, as you would know. And my, and my big thing really is that if you, if you look at the pitch process yeah. from a, from an Ooh. ad agency perspective. That's a whole other show. It, it, that's, that's a whole, a whole other, other show. show. Yeah. And, and I'll be back with that one. But yeah. just, just very quickly in a nutshell, it, it, it really does marginalize Independent small yeah. sized agencies because, um, you know, the process ends up, uh, with a four, uh, team, at least four agency, yeah. um, shortlist. And by then you've, you've been annihilated yeah. to a p- particular criteria. So for me, um, I think it's important that corporates, if they do want to help build and transform, that's right. They, they need to be able to, um, Understand the value they get by working with black agencies. Understand yeah. the value they get by working with smaller, mid-sized agencies. And in so doing, ensure that they allocate a piece of their budget. Absolutely. Towards, um, towards you know, directly making, changing yeah, that. Yeah, d- d- directly changing that. Otherwise, it, it's really never going to happen. Sure. There was some research done that showcased that, um, you know, in terms of your marketers, your corporate marketers, top five um, things that they want from an agency. Yeah. BE isn't one of them. Black-owned agencies wow. isn't one of them. So we can't, <laughs> we can't go out there knocking on their door. Yeah, saying and claiming this BE yeah. thing. No, we can't. And, yeah. and to be honest, I wouldn't want to. I think yeah. we, what, what we need to offer is great talent, yeah. great ideas, um, and, and insights and, and, sure. and great strategy. And if we can do that on par with yeah. any other agency, we should be given the opportunity. So, so here, so here's a question now, right? So, mm-hmm. so you've been running this and, and, and yeah. you've been, you've been doing really well at it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, a, and then a knock on the door comes from a multinational, oh, right? Oh, it's happened right? already. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, 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 and what, what, is, how did that go? Are you allowed to tell us how that went? You don't uh, have to mention names, but you, are you allowed to tell us how that went and, and why you responded the way you did? Um, so, 
that's the thing with dreams and being authentic, right? That's right. That's <laughs> you, right. You, you kind of want to um, keep 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 the story true. Um, and uh, <laughs> that deserves the horn. That deserves the horn. Yeah. And 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 yeah. So you know, one one doesn't want to compromise. Uh, That's right. You know, on on one's aspirations and beliefs, etc. Yeah. And um, you know, if if the time isn't now for black agencies to rise and 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 take their stand, um, yeah. Then I'm not sure when that's going Absolutely. to happen. And, and, and I, I'd like to believe that um, we are ideally positioned you yeah, know, to, yeah. to make change and, and, and to make great things happen. So, so we need to lead the charge with that. And it's obviously a game of patience, though, because yeah. because a lot of the time, what happens is, you know, like especially, especially, where, I mean, you've you've made it to ten years, but a lot of a lot of businesses don't necessarily yeah. make it to ten years, mm-hmm. and 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 the, the lure becomes becomes the money, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you kind of go, yo, I've been knocking on these doors, I've been going to all these, I've been rejected from yeah. all these pitches. Yeah. Somebody knocks on your door and says, here. Here's a check, and then you were just gonna like, yeah. you know, dissolve your whole thing and turn it into, you know, mm-hmm. another arm of whatever it is that we do. It must be really hard, you know. And 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 so so how is it? How is it then? I mean, maybe let me let me phrase the question like this: Are there ways that you that you are kind of mentoring is also the, is also a bad word mm-hmm. that 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 you are you sometimes you somehow are able to impart this knowledge onto other onto other entrepreneurs uh, in the space who, who sometimes feel like I, if I get that phone call I'm jumping. <laughs> Other platforms in, yeah. in which in which you, you you do that? Um, look, every agency has its own story. Yeah, I'm, I'm always open to mentoring and yeah, uh, when when the need arises. But we are all different. So yeah. our journeys are different. And and the truth is, one can get to an end goal by partnering. You That's know, right. It, yeah, it, it doesn't stop that from happening at all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think to each his own. And exactly. And, and um, we'll see. I'm not. Yeah. Look. By, by virtue of the way multinationals operate, I mean, as you rightly know, there's probably four agencies in the entire world, yeah. WPP, Omnicom, and yeah. they own everything. They own everything, you yeah. Know, so, so do you do battle on your own as an independent and really try, or do you partner but with the same goals right. and, and, and drag them along with yeah. you? It, it's it's it re, it's really dependent on, sure, on, that's on how insane. you want to. The, la- the landscape is scary when you look at it from it's, that place, but at the scary. but at the same time, I, f- I feel like mm. like you said, there's still a whole lot of opportunity that exists yeah. in in this yeah. space. Absolutely. So I want to talk now about mm. you know about about the future of of and you, and you and you touched on it earlier. Mm. You know, I mean, as it is, there aren't there aren't that many there aren't very many females mm. uh, making decisions in, in advertising. Much less black females in, in advertising who are, who are making this who are making decisions and are, especially in the creative space as well. What is it that you think that we should be doing? There's obviously some, there's obviously a trick that we're missing here. What is it that you think that the game should be doing in order to just kind of make, make sure that, that we're representative? Not necessarily, not only because we have to do it for the product, but, but for ourselves as well. Just for, just for the sanity of, mm. and, and just for the common sense of what we do. What, we, mm. what do you think mm. is, that mm. we should be doing? Yeah. So, so just to take a step, a step back. I yeah. The, the, the truth is we don't really have tangible figures and, and facts on, on this sector You know right, so In right, other right, words right, right. How many black females Are in leadership yeah. positions How many black creatives Are there Because Most of these businesses Are privately owned Right You know Just to try and get And, and for me That would be a great Starting point To do some sort of a survey So that we get a really Solid understanding Of what the sector Looks like yeah. A lot of what we talk about Is, is perception based Right Yeah um, so, so you know With that understanding It then really allows us You know To see what it is We need to do Yeah um, You know to, to, to drive that change But from a riverbed 
estate perspective, um, and and I would like to just touch on on what our philosophy is, which is this yeah. great, greater greater good philosophy, um, and and the greater good philosophy for us is is built on three tiers. So the first one is doing great work for our clients. Yeah, obviously we wouldn't exist if we didn't do that. Absolutely. Um, the second piece is greater good internally, and internally the greater good speaks to ensuring that we um, you know continue to to develop black talent right. um, specifically. Um, and 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 do that across the board, black female, black male talent, and yeah, to yeah. really ensure that we build best of breed individuals with absolutely. The and that's the second tier of greater good. The third tier is really greater good in the communities in which we serve. And you know, more and more, we're um, you know looking to see what we can do either from a brand perspective or um, you know in in various communities. So we're currently uh, sending two students uh, re- through tertiary education. Hello, we do a lot of <laughs> we do a lot of pro bono work um, for black startup businesses yeah. we, we do their logo designs etc etc that is incredible and you know we, we we've put a we've quantified um you know what we've done in the last sort of uh, two years and it's sitting at just under four hundred thousand rand worth of um benefit that that yeah. we've given back to the community so so those three pillars are important to us that is and just we hope incredible that in so doing those things it it, it seeks to you know Respond to a lot of different things yeah. within the sector and, and business. You guys, you guys should see me. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> a mouth agape here. Uh, in fact, I've just got, I've just gotten a, a tweet uh, from from Khabiseng Mutau, one half of Think Creative. Shout out to Think Creative. Uh, she says, learning quite a bit from this week's G Man the Ad Man. Thank you. And she says, please tell Mona Lisa she now has a Belieber scale fan. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually on that level as well. I'm, I'm actually yeah, on that level yeah, as well. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, it's, it's, and, and this, I guess this is what I was asking about now because like, you know, to inspire like, you know, Ankhabiseng and Mukundi have, mm-hmm. they have, uh, an agency that is, you know, kind of budding in, in, in the space mm-hmm. and, and obviously need to be able to kind of go, you know, I've, I have this guiding light type, type, mm-hmm. uh, type fan, <laughs> Belieber scale, uh, yeah, fan, yeah. fandom, uh, for, for someone, for someone who does this kind of thing. And I think it's a, it's a critical part. Mm-hmm. I think it's a critical mm-hmm. part for, of, of, of what we all do right now because, you know, the people who came before us kind of started doing, like, like making the path easier, but it wasn't easy at all for them, yeah, you know, and sure. we have to make sure that the people who come after mm-hmm. us kind of get the sense that we were doing something else other, other than just trying to win Luris, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, no, sure. And, and, and I mean, how, how important is that for you? How, how important is the kind of the, the awards part? And the, because I mean, like, I think, I mean, you don't build a 10 year relationship, a 10 year, a 10 year old agency just concentrating on one thing. Yeah. You know, how important has that been? And to be able to walk into like pitches as well with like, okay, we've also won this and that with this and that. How yeah. important do you think that is? Look, it's, it's, it's important and it's become more important that, you know, the bigger we've grown and, um, you know, the more we are sort of head on with um, other bigger with other agencies, agencies yeah. yeah so um it, it it has become a lot more important the the challenge especially with agencies like mine um where to to win awards you do need to be working with the right type of brands right. you know unless you're doing pro bono ads yeah, yeah, yeah. etc um, so we, we, we need to do more of that. We need, we need to get our seat at the table. Yes. Um, in order to be able to, you know, to pitch for that kind of work. So yeah. a lot of, a lot of what we have built really has been built on credibility. It's been built on the campaigns that we have worked on. Um, you know, we were a finalist of the Ad Focus of the Year. Hello. Awards Boom. I like year. that. I like the sound of that. <laughs> that deserves your um, applause. Yeah. So, so we're, you know, we're working towards, you know, towards getting there. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
That's that's mm. amazing. Mm. You know, it, it always amazes me how quickly these hours fly by. Mm. Like this hour is done now. Wow. And and it feels it feels like we only just started scratching yeah, the surface. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and you know, like we we touched on something that, and like I said, I had a conversation with Neoma Shiro earlier this week, and mm. and and I've been threatening to do this. You know, like to have a a round a round table kind of podcast. Mm. Um, on on the on the deeper side of these conversations, you know, I'm talking about pitches and how and how we can all make that make, how how. That we probably need to change for the better. Right. Uh, how we're all doing, or what we're all doing as as the as the, the black leadership mm. of, of of today, mm. kind of going. How how are we how are we changing things around? Mm. You've definitely earned your seat at that table. Well, well, I think I think you earned it before, but now <laughs> now it's been solidified. Um, and and I look forward to having you back on the show. Uh, and 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 to have more of these conversations and to yeah, to inspire people the way mm-hmm. the way you, you've inspired me today. Oh, I that. So I mean, uh, one last thing I think. Mm-hmm. If there's if there's one 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 parting shot about about what do you think you know like if if you could sum it up if you could sum up what do you think what do you think the next ten years hold for Riverbed uh, what what do you, what do you think that is? Um, we we definitely want to um, first step is really to become a best of breed, well known, great brands agency. Yeah. Uh, Black-owned agency, yeah. and, and and that has to st- uh, stay strong. Boom. And then um, yeah, begin to move. Into the rest of Africa, yeah. You know, so really start growing this footprint and this brand um, into other markets on the continent. Absolutely, that's that's a big thing, and and the impact, the impact that we make, um, yeah. uh, in this country is, is is big for us as well. That is great. Mm. Well, I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for Thank for you. for what becomes of of of, of Riverbed mm. in the next ten years, and 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 how that starts to influence how how we do things, how yeah. we how how all South Africa starts to do advertising. Mm. Um, and and I know that a whole there's a whole bunch of people. I'm, you're getting a whole lot of love no, on on, on Twitter, and I think. I I think that that's great. So yeah, guys, that's that's the hour done. Flew by, right? <laughs> that's what happens, you know, when you when you having when you having amazing conversation. And and I think that this podcast is one of those that's going to be really really important for me. I feel like you guys guys get the podcast downloaded. In fact, there was no swearing at all. I think I'm, I might have said one thing in the beginning. Normally, sometimes there's like cuss yeah, words that jump yeah, in there. Yeah. You can. Sorry, so this means that you can play this podcast anywhere, oh, wow. anywhere. So you, you can play, play, play it in, you can play it in the car with the kids in the car because I think that there's important some important gems that have been dropped into, on this podcast today that are necessary. That I think that a lot of people in agencies need to hear, and I feel like a lot of leadership in agencies need to hear. So so get out there, uh, get get the podcast at cliffcentral.com, uh, and uh, and you know it's. It's it's always at times like these that I think that I really I really wish that you know uh, the the podcast kind of culture had was, was more pervasive. But that's why we're doing it one one step at a time, one top show at a time. <laughs> we're we're coming for you guys. Uh, so yeah, so hit them up. Where, where can people get hold of you? Is is Riverbed hiring? You know, <laughs> guys, for you, we, we're, people we're out always there. looking for great talent. Yeah. So where always. can they get hold of you? Um. Well, the website obviously. Yeah. Uh, the riverbedagency.co.za. Yep. Twitter, um, I'm quite new on Twitter, which is crazy. Yeah. Don't, yeah. So it's um, Mona Lisa underscores Wham. Yeah. At Mona Lisa underscores Wham. Dope. Um, yeah. Okay, I fantastic. Do guys, don't say that the team and the admin doesn't do stuff for you. I've just hooked you guys up. I hooked you guys up with like huh? like a proper connect. Uh, so so hit them up, uh, bother them for for a job if you if you if you're good enough, obviously. Uh, but uh, but yeah, guys, it was so dope hanging out with you guys again. Uh, uh, take us take care once again. Like I say every week, take care of yourselves, take care of those briefs, and take care of each other. And and once again, if 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 the show was on a Sunday, or Sunday, if the show was on a Friday, we'd be having a tequila. It's a boy, G man, the admin, boom. You have to have more black people in the agency. We tend to apologize for this or be a bit apologetic about how we say it. And and it's 22 years down the line. So, fuck that. G-Man, the ad man. Fuck that. Want to hear more? Get the podcast on clipcentral.com.
If you're in a South African advertising agency, your third bottom line has undeniably got to be the development of black talent and the transformation of your agency. Maybe we're spending a little bit too much money on awards and not enough money on transformation. GGG Man. Want to hear more? Get the podcast on clipcentral.com. Shots fired. South African clients aren't brave enough. Boom. South African clients aren't brave enough. Is this the Donovan Goliath who looks like Nina Hasty? Want to hear more? Get the podcast on cliffcentral.com. Advertising people are some of the smartest, most creative, wisest people I yeah. know. Like, truly. Money is a recreatable asset. Time isn't. Boom! Time isn't. Isn't. With GGG Man, the ad man. Want to hear more? Get the podcast on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.